Atlanta Toyota presents WSB In-Depth. Peter Mayer is a former WSB reporter, then a longtime CBS News White House correspondent, and thusly he followed Jimmy and Rosalind Carter on their political journeys from here to there and back over the decades. And Peter, now it's a final journey home to Plains for Rosalind Carter, the symbolism of the two of them always going home, always coming back there, no matter where they have been. It's such an important part of their personas and their legacy. It is, Chris, so poignantly fitting that uh, Rosalind Smith Carter's life ended where it started 96 years ago in Plains, unlike other modern-day first couples who retired, frankly, to to big homes or big condos in big cities uh, amidst wealth. The Carters went back to their roots in Plains where they lived and that ranch-style home that uh, they built in the 1960s. They walked the familiar streets there in that little town and went to church every Sunday. The president taught Sunday school, as so many of us know, and they had Sunday lunch with longtime familiar friends. So that's where it will end today, uh, right there on the family property. Jimmy and Rosalind Carter chose their burial plots, and, uh, and that's where the story will end. What do you think happens after today? The Carter Center is is very active. It's in very good hands by all accounts with Jason Carter at the head. But, you know, without the namesakes, I've heard Rosalind compared in some ways this last few days to Eleanor Roosevelt in terms of uh, wielding influence as a first lady and being as much of an activist first lady involved as she was. Uh, Betty Ford's name uh, stuck with her cause through the Betty Ford Center for Alcoholism, of course, for many years. But, you know... Will the legacy stand? Will it start to fade? If we had this chat in 10 years, how much you know background will we have to go into to remind people? Well, you know, to be honest with you, some presidential museums and libraries struggle uh, with this. They have special exhibits that they try to use to bring people in. Recently at the uh, Clinton Library in Little Rock, they had, of all things, some sort of a dinosaur exhibit. Uh, the same thing goes on at uh, the George H.W. Bush Library in Texas and, and uh, at the Texas A&M uh, campus. But I think that, uh, you know, in many ways, Chris, that uh, the Carter legacy is so strong, uh, especially in the South and especially uh, in Atlanta. And this story has such appeal, the longest presidential marriage in history, a Nobel Prize, and uh, just the, the Carter story, I think, uh, appeals to so many. And today, this, this final chapter of a great American love story, of the personal story that was on display, an opportunity for President Carter and his loving family to say goodbye to their Rosalind in a private way, and a chance for Plains to say farewell to its own First Lady. It, it, it will be a last tribute to an amazing life, but I think uh, an enduring tribute there in Atlanta at the Carter Center. And, you know, we can't imagine how, how difficult this day is going to be for 99-year-old Jimmy Carter, especially after what must have been, I think you'd have to agree, Chris, an arduous trip up to sure. Atlanta for yesterday's memorial service. It was inspiring to, to see him and to see his determination on display. But, uh, you know, also tough to see him so incredibly frail and under a blanket that bore a, an image of his late wife. I think Probably safe, sadly, to say it was his last public appearance. Peter Mayer, thank you so much. We really appreciate your help this last couple days, sir. We'll keep in touch. Thank you for having me on, and uh, hello to everybody at WSB. Thanks, man.